Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. If you've seen very many of these, you know that I spend about a minute introduction here and just encourage you to visit our website to sign up for my weekly thoughts and my monthly newsletter. Weekly thoughts uh, come out every Friday, U.S. time, and it's a short teaching and in the newsletter. And those are the areas where we put information about our Zoom online meetings, our conferences, where I'll be... Uh, prophetic things that the Lord shows me, things of that nature. So you really need to go to our website and sign up for the weekly thoughts. And also just for you, if you're in the EU, uh, my weekly thoughts are translated into several different languages uh, within the EU. So you might want to visit our EU website too, cwowi.eu. So we are a house church network. We celebrate the gathering of the saints by meeting in homes, uh, rotating who hosts and rotating who leads. Uh, where possible on a weekly basis. So learn more at our website, cwowi.org. Today, talking about authority. It goes back to goes back to a visitation uh, I had with the Lord where he was teaching me about prayer. He was teaching me about uh, kind of the behind-the-scenes things, some things I've shared, some things I haven't, some things I've put into uh, my book, Pursuing the Seasons of God, uh, you know, which I've, I've shared in numerous occasions. If you'll email me, I'll send you the PDF. Uh, C-W-O-W-I at AOL.com, and I'll send you the PDF of Pursuing the Seasons of God. Anyway, and my other book, Return to the First Church, which is my journey from the auditorium to house church, if you're interested. But anyway, um, I put some of that in there, but but here's what the Lord said. I had questions about, about Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, especially verse 18. In the King James Version, it says, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. The Greek is actually the word authority. Uh, and he literally said, all authority is given to me in heaven and earth. And, and what's the difference? The difference is, let's say you've got a police officer. The authority would be when they put their hand up in uh, to traffic, the, the drivers recognize the authority of the police officer, that the law stands behind that police officer. And it's, there's no power in the hand to make that vehicle stop or that traffic stop. It is the authority. The power is in the gun on their hip. The power is on the taser on their hip. That's the power. But their authority is the law which they represent. And so they can put their hand up. They can and stop traffic. They can pull you over. They can direct traffic, etc. So the difference between power is the gun and authority is, is the, that the law is behind them. And they are uh, empowered to function within the law and to enforce the law. So Jesus literally said, all authority, he didn't say power, he said, all authority is given to me in heaven and earth. And my reasoning was this, if Jesus said, all authority is given to me in heaven and earth, that means the devil has none. So my question to him is, how does the devil get authority? The world is really messed up. So if Jesus has all authority in heaven and earth, how in the world is the world so messed up? Because how does the devil get his authority, was my question. And the Lord told me this, I'll never forget it. He said this, he said, I do have all authority in heaven and earth, but the devil gets people to give him their authority. Then he uses their authority against them. And that just made so much sense. Suddenly I realized the devil has no authority of his own. When, you know, in John 8, Jesus said, when Satan speaks a lie, he speaks of himself. He's on the outside. He has no one to agree with him. He's looking for you or I to agree with him. And, and what I mean is like, you have a, a suggestion, like, I'm so depressed. I'm so, I'm so 
down today. You know, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'll go eat worms. You know, I mean, you just, you just feel bad. Well, that's like the devil is saying, Hey, nobody loves you. Nobody loves you at all. No one's paying attention to you. You agree with him. Then what you're doing is you have the authority in Christ to find joy in all things. Like James 1, 2 says, find it all joy which is a fruit of the spirit, come out of your spirit and, and find the joy of the Lord in the midst of your situation. But if you choose not to do that, you say, oh, I'm so depressed. I'm giving, you know, what you're doing is you're giving your will over to Satan to cause depression to come on you. You follow me? So because all authority is given to Jesus, the devil has none. So what Adam did at the beginning was he gave the world over to Satan and so he gave Satan his authority, and Satan entered the world. By one man, death uh, uh, death entered the world through sin. Through sin, one man entered. James 5, or excuse me, Romans 5, what, 11 and 12. By one man, sin came into the world. It's because Adam had authority. He was in Christ, and he gave the world over to Satan. So Satan is using man's authority against them. And so on an individual basis, we have to look at this and say, okay, right now I'm in Christ. Therefore, I have given him all authority in my life. But when you come to the Lord, you come to the Lord with entanglements involving yourself in bad habits and thoughts and everything else that aren't with God, aren't under his authority yet. Your body does things that aren't under the authority of righteousness. Your mind may think or thinks things that aren't under the authority of righteousness. And your spirit man is born again. Romans 12, 1, 2, and 3 tell us to make our bodies a living sacrifice. That is, we are giving our bodies over to the authority of the Lord so that he can use us as he sees fit. Our minds undergo a metamorphosis. It says in Romans 12, 2, to renew the mind. And that word renew is metamorphosis. And so our mind gradually undergoes a metamorphosis whereby we go from having given the devil all authority in our lives to giving the Lord authority by thinking different thoughts. So that like, you know, uh, you know, you have a thought to be, to, to, uh, let's say you have a thought to sin and that is the devil enticing you to give him your authority that you are righteous. You have the authority to walk in righteousness, but in one little area, your body wants to sin and your mind is thinking, you know, I'm going to sin. And what you're doing is you're giving the devil authority in your life by submitting to that. You know, Roman or John eight forty four says that, uh, John eight forty four says that when Satan speaks a lie, he speaks of himself. He's looking for somebody to agree with him. So in that enticing, in that temptation, he's looking for you to agree with him. What you're doing is the same thing that Adam did. You are giving the devil your authority, and then Satan will use your authority against you and bring in condemnation and everything else, and maybe tragedy if you do this repeatedly. So our lives become one of saying, okay, I belong to the Lord now. I belong to Christ Jesus, so he's got all authority in my life. So our lives become a journey of learning how we can give the Lord more and more authority in our lives, and we take away our the authority that we had given the devil before. Now, first and foremost, the scripture presents this is done individually, that we individually, like I just said, we make our bodies a living sacrifice, we renew our mind, and we prove the good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. That's Romans chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3. And so that's our journey. But in our lives, when we make wrong decisions, and then we have people in our lives who have given the devil 
their authority so that he uses it against them. So then they, because they're in our life, then they start using that authority against us. And it becomes a matter of harassment, uh, enticing, uh, temptations, uh, all sorts of hardships because they're in our lives. And so what happens over time, if you walk in righteousness gradually, your friends will change. The people you hang around with will change. And, and you'll, you'll line up and you'll, you'll be in relationship with other people who are solidly in the Lord, who have also taken back authority from the devil that he used to have. And now they've given their authority over to the Lord. And now righteousness and godliness prevails in their lives. And gradually over time, you build up this, this uh, base of, of relationships that are in Christ, where the devil has very little room to maneuver, very little avenue to, to tempt you with. And to cause trouble in your life because you have your life where you've you've given your life over to the authority of Jesus, and therefore your will every single day is given to him. And then you surround yourself with people who have also triumphantly overcome and taken back their authority from the devil and placed it under the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. So this this journey, this is the process you're going through. It's stop looking at it as the devil is always after you and start start thinking about what are areas in your life that you have given the devil your authority and then he has used your authority against you. Uh, what habits, what thoughts, what things in your life have you reserved to give from time to time over to the devil so that he can use your authority against you? That's that temptation to sin. That's that habit. That's that addiction. That's that whatever the case is. And and what you have to do is make your body a living sacrifice to the Lord. Say, Lord, my body is yours. Now it belongs to the, to, to the authority of Christ. And you have to th- start thinking uh, in the things of the Lord. You have to start thinking properly. You have to start thinking as God thinks. And gradually when you're, you take back that authority in your thought life, then you start to make your body uh, obey what's happening in your spirit. So in your spirit, you've got Christ in you. And in your mind, for instance, let's, let's do a for instance. Let's say you're struggling with your salvation. And you can read Romans 10, 9, and 10 that says with your mouth or with your heart you believe and with your mouth you confess. And you can read John 3, 16 that says all who believe in Christ Jesus will have eternal life. And you can, you can know that. But in your mind, you're entertaining fears. You're entertaining doubts. You're entertaining worry that you did something wrong in the Lord. And you look for scriptures that, that tell you you aren't saved. You look for different things to feed the fears. Well, those that's a thought life. That's an area of your thought life that you have given over to Satan. He's you, he's, you know what that, that you love God. You know it in your heart. You know that you pray. You know that you walk with God. You know that you're doing everything you can to walk with the Lord. But here's this fear you're entertaining. And that's an area of your life where you have given your authority over to the devil, and then he's using it against you through the spirit of fear or the spirit of condemnation. And so what you have to do, you have to rise up and you have to say, no, the word says this. And I know in my heart, I believe in the Lord Jesus. Therefore, I'm saved. When you start doing that and grow a backbone and use the scripture and everything and and take control of your thoughts, take control of your emotions, the way scripture says, um, 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says, bring captive all thoughts, all emotions, all imaginations to the obedience of Christ. Once you do that, well, you're, you're wrestling your authority that you had before time given to some demon to bring fear and condemnation on you, you're taking it back and you're saying, no, 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 I'm in Christ. 
I love the Lord. I am, I am a born again person. I've got Christ in me. I've got the hope of glory in me. And you take that back and then you walk in that peace. You walk in the authority of Jesus and you start realizing Jesus does have all authority in heaven and earth and you are wrapped up in his authority. It's an amazing transformation, but you have to do it one thought at a time, one habit at a time, and it's a lifelong process. But as I said, stick with it because as you renew the mind, as you make your body a living sacrifice, as you start surrounding yourself with people who have similarly overcome and taken back their authority from previous days when, when they, they sinned regularly or, or committed iniquity, whatever the case is, you know, to use biblical terms. Uh, but they, they also have learned how to take back their authority. And now they walk, they've given their authority over to Jesus, who has all authority in heaven and earth. And gradually, what happens is righteousness comes into your life. Godliness comes into your life because you've gradually shut the door on any possibility for the devil to use your authority against you because all your authority is now wrapped up in Christ. You have made the decision for godliness. So anyway... I'm just sharing a little bit of a sliver of that visitation where the Lord taught me that when I asked him, I said, why is the world so messed up? And he said, he said, I do have all authority in heaven and earth, but Satan gets people to give him their authority. Then he uses their authority against them. So consider areas of your life where you have given the devil your authority, which you have in Christ, who has all authority, which you've given over to him and, and take it back, start taking it back. Start thinking about in terms of this is an area of my life I don't want to give uh, over to Satan. That's what happens when we're tempted and then we sin. It's not a sin to be tempted. Jesus was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. But we, on a smaller basis, do what the devil, what Adam did. He gave the world, he gave his authority to rule the world, to, 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 to you know, subdue the world, everything that he was commanded to do. In the Lord and Satan and, and Adam gave that over to Satan. He Satan had no authority in and of himself. He used Adam's authority and he's been using it against mankind ever since. And on an individual basis, we can take that back. So anyway, hope that is a blessing to you. Visit our website, cwowi.org. Sign up for my weekly thoughts and learn more about uh, relationship-based faith. All right, God bless. You.